Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 29th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. Just, uh, what a Sunday. What a Sunday? What a what Sunday. What do you mean by that? I don't know. I, was, I, was, I got so much done this Sunday. I was watching the golf, but I was being pulled and I had, I got, got a long list of uh, chores I had to do from, from the misses. Sounds like, yeah. Running all over around, getting stuff done around the house, pre-baby. Baby moon ended abruptly and came home and got your ass to work, yeah, sounds like. seriously. Sunday, okay. Sundays are days of work for me. She did not abide by that today. You think Dustin Johnson did a lot of like house prep before his kids came? Tatum and well, Ryder, I think their names are. You think Maybe. Paulina Who knows? had him... Going around the house, assembling furniture like you were today, cleaning up. I could see it. You think that DJ does that kind of thing? Maybe. Um, I what What do you think DJ does when he's not, you know, golfing or on a boat? I think he idles. I think he just idles. Like I think sits he lays on couch. next to the pool, sits on a couch. You know, I, I don't think he, I, I bet he's not big into de, like electronic devices. Like he's not, he doesn't have a phone problem like the rest of the world. I think he just idles, you know, probably plays with his kids a little bit. So, all right, let's get to it. Sunday golf. Do we have any business we need to address no, at the top? No, business. no, we're good. Okay. Uh, Dustin Johnson wins the Travelers Championship. It's his 21st PGA Tour win. Did you see like the 13th consecutive season debate on Twitter? Doug yeah. Ferguson? It's like, I, we don't need to wade into that ourselves. So I, 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 I just, I think I kind of am a big calendar year guy. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I am too. But you also need to acknowledge that the NBA, the yeah, MLB is the different. only sport that plays its season within the calendar year. Yeah, the but confines. the fall events don't, matter okay that's like pga tour junior series <laughs> tell that to pat and desire tell that to brendan todd our hero i think for god's sake brendan todd might have gotten exposed today his, his oh, wins bullshit. earlier in the year got no exposed. come on for god's sakes he shot 61 yesterday he didn't get exposed anyway all right so it's his 21st pga tour title he's won 13 consecutive seasons um he was T seventy nine after the first round. Obviously, aided greatly by the Saturday sixty one. So, hey, quick question on Saturday. Yeah. Did you like everything being done by like one thirty? Kind Am of. I, yeah. That, is that an old man take? It was done by like two. You had the whole rest of the afternoon. I loved it. 
It's like, a, you know, there's two ways to think about it. You know, on a late start, you can go play golf in the morning or do stuff in the morning. But you got, you know, the golf, hey, it's, you know, it could go till six, seven o'clock, especially if there's rain. I, I kind of like being done early on Saturday. I think late, early Saturday, late Sunday is the recipe. Oh, that's not a bad play. I think man, they won't have to compete with college football. They can get done by like one o'clock. And it gives you know, it the gives fall. the uh, gives that that time for that drama to build and marinate. You know the storylines to kind of overnight soak in. Yeah, and and the lead up into the next day. Like if, sure, you know, obviously you can't do it when there's rain delays. But if they teed off at like three thirty four and finished at eight or nine. We got extra hours of Todd appreciation in this instance, um, as he took the fifty-four so, hole lead. What? Todd, this was Todd's first like run up against like a legit dude. Oh, on, don't on keep... Sunday. Yeah. I mean, he won. He Higgs finished second and uh, at Bermuda, Bermuda, and then yeah. he he beat Adam Long, Ortiz, and Vaughn Taylor. Not. I mean, I know Vaughn Taylor was part of the vaunted Ryder Cup. <laughs> Ryder Cup. But, but um, you know, it's not like he's he. Re- it, it, Sunday with DJ is a little bit different than Sundays with Vaughn. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I don't know about that. Uh, I I mean, I think it was just a numbers thing. He hit like every single fairway. He played his ass off, and there was bound to be one bad round or one fairway started to miss. Uh, the putts, I don't know that had, DJ had anything to do with it. The we've putts seen didn't Ted, drop. He was he was a little nervy. We've it's, seen Ted Potter stare down DJ and send him out into Carmel Bay, you know. You but, know what I noticed? He wasn't hitting his irons the right distance. He kept hitting them a little long, a little short, and that's kind of a telltale sign that he just wasn't clicking. Yeah, so DJ wins, 21st PGA Tour win. Got a little luck on the 15th, ball really plugged on the bank, but he explained it well. He's like, I mean, I chipped it came back to my feet, yeah. you know, kind of like my, my second chip shot is where, you know, ideally I would have been anyways, had it gone in. It all kind of, the other thing, out. he was like out of bounds on the one hole by like a foot. Too. Yeah. So it, yeah. there's a good, bad breaks. It, it, you know, DJ, it felt like DJ was going to run away when he was up three after, after Todd had his, uh, his, his yip chip, uh, shank thing he had on that one part, part four. Uh, what was it, 14 or 12? Thir- yeah. 13. Well, uh, 13. It would have been 13. Cause 14. What are you saying? Ta- sorry, we're getting breaking news here. Pretty big breaking news. What's the news? Sunday night. U.S. Open is returning to NBC starting this year at Wingfoot after Fox Sports has asked to end its 12-year contract with the USGA. Multiple people told the Associated Press on Sunday night. Wow. Doug Ferguson with the report. I got a little bit of a tip tonight that before this came out that there would be some big news related to NBC Golf Channel. I didn't know whether it would be good, bad, or what. Man, that means this Fal- year? that means Faldo for another major. <laughs> Just Thursday, Friday. Azinger for the other, right? Who knows? I mean, Fox was killing it jeez man that's crazy yeah sorry we're off the tracks here but man that's this year insane can we get johnny coming out of the bullpen seriously 
to call this a Wayne foot? I mean, they could do it. They're doing this remote stuff. Why? I couldn't see why he couldn't do it out of his house in uh, Pebble Beach. Yeah. Holy crap. What a bomb. That's crazy. In like three months? Huh. That's interesting. Man, all that money. I wonder if the USGA is going to recoup it, like how that works, you know, like that huge contract. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, It is nuts. It's nuts. It's time time for the shotgun start to get in the ring. (laughs) What do you think we could do? Wingfoot? Go up there? Yeah, I think we could get some rights, you know? Maybe pick up some scraps, maybe. Sounds like NBC's got got it all anyway. Surprised they didn't ask us. Wow. Final seven years of the contract, NBC. So this is Doug Ferguson. They'll have the U.S. Open, British Open, along with three World Golf Championships, Ryder Cup, President's Cups, FedEx Cup. Interesting. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Did not see that coming. Didn't think that we were going to be talking about that. But that's crazy. I'm sure more details will come out. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're, we're flustered here. Interesting. In, in real life, breaking news. All right, let's get back to Connecticut. Uh, so Todd, what I was saying, it looked like DJ was going to put it on cruise control and coast in, and then he hit that ball out of bounds. He had the, you know, he, it wasn't like easy coming in for him. Yeah. Streels, yeah. Streels didn't have the Sunday magic either. No, he had a, he had magic, but not the he had the exact kind of Streelman magic that you know, close but no cigar, not a little bit coming from behind. He used it all uh, on Saturday. Then he got a little loose on 17 and 18, although, but as I stated on Instagram, our little pre-live show thing before, chat before the coverage, he's already got a win this year with Fitzy, dominated Pebble Beach Pro-Am. I think he might as well add that to his Hall of Fame credentials. You know they'll count it. Yeah, absolutely. Look at you grinning over there. All right, so what do you think about DJ? Any any kind of legacy talk? I, I well, first of all, let's talk about the drive on eighteen. Mash. You know, those are the benefits of clean living. Not going in the water at fifteen. You know, that's he's clean living. He, they get those kind of breaks. <laughs> um, DJ's that kind of guy. Uh, but then eighteen, he goes and just absolutely three hundred fifty-one yards. Bubba's was three ninety-six when he hit it one hundred fifty yards past. Corey Pavin. This was 76 yards past Todd, I believe. But Bubba also got cart path aided when he hit his. So um, I'm glad you that was that was that amazing. Up. What? I'm glad you looked that up and got I that look, clarification. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pavin's popped this up. I don't think Todd. <laughs> it was just such a striking difference, kind of that summed up the whole day. Watching Todd. Just grunt his way to a 274 ball that rolled into like the first cut, maybe even like the the primary rough. And then DJ steps up with like arms that are twice his size and shoulders twice his size. And I I think like he kind of like smirked when he saw Todd's drive. And yeah, Todd didn't make a birdie today. I know he was his putt. He wasn't. He was nervous. You could tell. You think he was nervous yeah, playing with DJ? He was nervous. He got he got outclassed. That's the pro. That's the, it's hard for. Right. I I'm no, I don't want to disparage your 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 guy here, but he basically won two opposite field events. 
Um, shut up. You know what I think it is? He got rid of that like little Mickey Mouse CBD sponsor on his hat, and he's now with Big Tech. He's got Cisco across his, his lid. Let's agent What's the, going to work. I mean, what is that? So let's I talk. Think, let's talk about DJ. Okay, let's do it. Um. So he now has twenty-one PGA Tour wins. He's got a major. I mean, yeah. I think like we did all these deep dives. And I don't know who he like really comps right now in terms of his career with these, you know, all time greats of other generations. Like Fred Couples is an insult to him, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. I think he's I think he's probably he the the longevity, he's been really good for ten plus years now. Yep. Um yep. I think he's I kind of feel like he's going to end up around VJ. He might not get to the same majors, but the around the same numbers. Other guys, I'm just having trouble finding a real comp for him in terms of career. You know, obviously the one major really holds him back, but yeah. all those wins, you know. Yeah, I so remember we were doing the Oakmont look back, and I like tried to see like Furick because they both have one U.S. Open and a, a, a good amount of wins, a bunch of close calls because we had done Wingfoot, Furick was close there, Oakmont 07, he was close there. But I think like he's he's clearly ahead of Furick, right? That's miles really ahead, cop. miles ahead of Furick. Furick's got a FedEx Cup. <laughs> he's got a FedEx Cup. It's one of the big things he's, that he's he's missing. Gailed the mountaintop. What was uh, the? It was the Rory Rory playoff with Ryan Moore when DJ would have won, right? If Ryan Moore had won the playoff at Eastlake, he would have won the FedEx oh, Cup, right? I don't remember. That sounds right. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, that sounds accurate. So I, so who's your closest cop? You think VJ? I, I think he's. But, that's but the majors thing is well. Hard that's to, where he's going towards, right? Yeah, and I, I yeah. think we're. I think he's what 36, 37. That sounds. I think it's thirty-seven. I think it's so. 37. Realistically, I think we've got three more years of really peak DJ. Maybe yeah. he yeah. might not even be peak anymore. I don't know, but this is obviously a great sign. That I think the, you know, the shutdown probably was really good for him. It seems yeah, like he, he, you know, got healthy. I heard him talking today. He was like, if Colonial was like in the normal course of the season, he would not have played it. Not because it, it's Colonial or where it felt, because he wasn't healthy enough yet. But like he wanted to get back. Get I guess he said his knee, he like tweaked it and kind of played through it, was worried about it coming home and then played through it, got better at RBC. And then obviously, you know, got fully better uh, at Travelers. So I, I thought that was interesting. I didn't even know he was injured or not fully healthy at colonial uh I, I it's such a hard career i think to dissect and assess i he i always compare him to like weisskopf like the people from weisskopf and i'm not talking about resume he's had a much better career than weisskopf but i think there's like a there's like a our dad's generation like talks about watching weisskopf and like feeling just a different way about watching him and like obviously seeing DJ up close, watching him play is part of like the real impact. There's like a tangible impact there. Um, it just, but you all like 
if it's not the first paragraph, the second paragraph is always about like the misses, right? The, 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 the close calls, whether it's Whistling Straits or Pebble Beach or obviously Chambers Bay, things like that. I, I don't know. It, it just feels like a career that should have um, more Phil, Phil type majors, Faldo type majors. Is that too Rory type? Ma- I don't know. I, I think so. I, you know, I think he's somehow a little bit underrated. I think he gets ragged on because he's not the, you know, the brightest bulb in the, yeah. uh, in the basket. Right. But, right. uh, right. And I think that, you know, and he doesn't give people a lot in terms of sure. interviews. He's not, sure. He's not Rory where everybody just can't wait for him to talk and everybody's excited to ask him questions and excited. Like nobody's like yearning to write the DJ gamer after DJ wins because, you know, they don't feel like there's, you know, that much to write about. But yeah, in in terms of like pure, I mean, his consistency is unbelievable. and, And I think outside of really Rory. Yeah. You know, obviously Brooks Brooks has done it, done more, you know, big wins. But you know, DJ's had a longer career. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's you know, outside of those two guys in this generation, who else is there? You know, with them. Well, the word you used, outclassed, I think was very. Uh, it's like appropriate, um, just because <laughs> there are. Whether it shows up on leaderboards or career totals, there are very few people that can like just clearly show that they're in a different class, playing one hole, playing in an hour or one round. And I think DJ's talent is more is shown more through the screen or or walking, you know, alongside him on a hole than necessarily in even career totals. And the career totals are impressive. But yeah, just outclass. Very few people can just outclass their fellow PGA Tour pros like the way he can. So yeah, yeah. Um, other things you liked? Uh, Will Gordon. Yeah, big, big time. So he gets special temporary membership. Can have unlimited sponsors exemptions now. I mean, th- Which... think about how huge this is, especially considering what's going on with the schedule. I mean, it's the... essentially a massive year. And yeah. like you're nobody's getting cards unless they do it this way. And I think this is the point. I think everybody always, oh, sponsors can pick whoever they want. Uh, you know, it's their right as the sponsor of their tournament. But like this is where the travelers nailed it is like they gave a guy a spot who's now going to be on the PGA Tour. Like that's what these spots should be given. This They should be given to people that hey, you know, this kid can play his way onto the tour and legitimately yeah. do that. And and now it's exciting. Will Gordon is like a – he could be a superstar. You yeah. get, he gets lost because he hasn't been on the tour, but this is a guy that in college was on the same level as Hovland and uh, Scheffler and Morikawa. Like this was Vandy's best player. Like SEC in, player of the year, yeah. I think. I mean, he, um, Vandy was the number one team in the country, yeah. and this is the best player on their team. Like this right. guy, and he and he played great in Canada. Like that's the thing. This was a great spot, a great uh, sponsors exemption, and the guy he birdied the last hole to get his get his his uh, enough points. 
They did the same with that Peter Kest too, or Quest, whatever, the BYU phenom. I couldn't figure out the connection with Connecticut, but I think they just gave it to a young guy. They did it last year with Saw. I think they gave Saw a mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Hovland, Wolf, those guys had just turned pro but didn't have status, things like that. Uh, so, yeah, now, now he's... Um, you know, has a little more security, right? It's not like full blow security, but he got it done. Thanks a little bit to Todd's kind of blow up there. That triple really freed him up. Um, he's done. I think I read a Brian Wacker article tonight. He's, he's three finishes of T21 better, T21 or better in six starts. So he's got, you know, enough FedEx Cup. He would have qualified for the KFT finals, but of course there is no finals this year just based on those starts alone yeah i mean in two three weeks he might be you know full fully uh full status he's got the top 10 exemption obviously into rocket mortgage where he'll play next week in detroit what else did you like mackenzie hughes how about that making an extra two hundred and ten thousand dollars with two putts on the last two grains bombs not bad um (laughs) you know 10 grand Earlier in the week, it was interesting. I, they had a really good interview with Victor Hovland where he talked about, because this was his first pro start. From, yeah. And this is like something that, you know, I think we don't think about enough is he talked about how it's fun to come back and realize all the shots he didn't have last year that he now has after a year of professional golf. And like, I mean, like going from college to like, think about being a collegiate student athlete right. and then yeah. going and you're playing on the pga tour one year later and how much you would learn right and i didn't ever right. i didn't think you know I, it, it was something that i hadn't thought of in a while but yeah. like him talking about that it was like god that's that's really cool and, and that i thought that was a just a neat interview and you know it i think young players get a bad rap sometimes of not really having a lot to talk to talk about i mean they're 22 and on tour and and, mm-hmm. and that was something where where it was really a thoughtful thing that I thought he said. Yeah. Uh, Bryson. I liked Bryson's form. I mean, uh, there's a lot of talk about it. I, I think he's top eight or something in his last six starts somewhere around there. Not winning. He's got this casino analogy. Did you see that? Yeah. Like I want to be the house uh, and eventually I'll win. I, I think is what he was getting at. I, I, I have to refresh myself on that to be honest with you, or, or it just wasn't made clear in the Q and a, but um, what do you make of him? He's he's playing well. Like he's, I think they said he's the most relative under par, you know, across he's three events. Mo- cumulative. He, he is living the most under par. <laughs> he really is. Uh, if this, too bad this isn't the coffee pot, he'd be getting our prize. <laughs> we're gonna have a special prize that we're gonna try to get in front of the winner of the coffee pot. We'll see. We could have called this the, you know, I don't know. The, the restart something or other return to golf all caps as <laughs> the pga tours it's the official tra- campaign tra- return to golf well the travelers uh the travelers could uh the the our logo could also double as a false start you know yeah, yeah that's true any comments on bryson i mean he went I mean, what, changed his body and it's paying off in terms of how he attacks and is able to succeed on the pga tour it's so. he just rips driver up there and it's it's hard to make bogeys when you're like 20 yards off greens, you know? What was the, uh, was it your question or a question on Instagram today that asked who wins, what, who wins Spieth. first? Does Bryson win a major or Spieth win anything? Yeah. I, I think it's Spieth. Spieth. I don't know. I'm not sold on, on this strategy at like a U.S. Open. I don't, I don't know. If Bryson. 
yeah, like I don't know if just I I think like I think hitting it far and straight like that's the one thing that gets lost is he hitting it very straight also. But yeah. those fairways are like twenty five yards wide, and I think you could get yourself in some rough that's really really gnarly to greens. Like I don't know if that strategy will work quite as well, but it might. I don't know. I don't have the data to conclusively say this in front of me, but he seems to because he's swinging so freaking hard. There's an occasional like Ernie Els type hook that creeps in there. He did it on 18 today. Did it a couple times, I think, at Harbor Town. I don't know. Maybe that th- that may not be corroborated by the data, but I've seen a couple where he just he tries to murder the ball. It's a pretty hard hook left. Uh, but good on him. He's playing maybe the best golf consistent consistently on the PGA Tour right now. All right. What else Anything, did you like? Uh, I mean. I like the golf course. I like the clo- coming down the stretch. It's fun. It's great. Yeah, it's good. It was kind of it was nuts that DJ's ball plugged on on fifteen. That was crazy. How does that? How is that even possible? And it I wasn't. It wasn't plugged. That was the strangest thing. It wasn't plugged. It. it like yeah. I don't understand how that like phys- physics, like well, from a physics stand- stance standpoint, how that is even possible. It's just landed like in a pillow. Well, it, you know, it is a pillow soft. So, uh, anything else? It's it's a great it's a great event. I I don't know. Did the no fans thing have any impact? We no. they were talking about that a ton on the broadcast about how many people would normally be there at eighteen. They kept eliminating that fact. Yeah, but it's awesome. Do you, they get that drone out and they? Yeah. The, the telecast is so much better. The watching golf is so much better without fans. I've seen this start to creep in as almost like a mainstream take now on Twitter. Non-golf watchers, people like you don't have people yelling, shouting stupid stuff. It's starting to become sort of a mainstream take. Well, you know, now they get to you, see it. They've gotten to you, test drive it. Yeah. All right, what didn't you like? What didn't I like? Uh, I didn't like the Todd fade, obviously, but we don't need to say any more about that. It was, that was a punch to the gut. He, he he was exposed a little bit. The Jason Day thing was really strange. Why didn't you like that? What do you mean? Why it was just it strange? Was weird. And then by the time he's rounded, they're like, that was a mistake or something, or yeah. that won't happen again. Well, I think they've they've changed the rule. Like if if I come and say I'm I'm having symptoms. Like I shouldn't be allowed on the golf course. I didn't mind him like being cautious. I just right. It's well, like I'll play by myself. The 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 tests just seem so unreliable that they have. What's going on with that? I I wanted to do a separate COVID like chat at the end, but I mean, the, champ the, the thing, tested here's, negative. Here's three the times. thing I don't like. I just don't like COVID. I don't like that. Hot take. We have this thing. Going yeah, on. that sucks. I know it sucks. Uh, I know, but uh, it's I don't know the the whole the whole if you have symptoms like it just seems like the reliability of these tests is not great. And yeah. if if I'm showing symptoms, like I don't think at this point it's even like smart to even have the guys. They, it should almost be an auto WD, not be on the course. Yeah, like if not I'm not anywhere near the course. Yeah, if I'm not feeling well, like you know what, it's too bad. It 
right? Yeah, they're they're definitely buckling down a little bit, right? You're seeing more masks on the course. How about all the Todd's masks caddy? In the interview? Yeah, well, maybe he has like a I know I like at risk condition or something, but yes, you saw Rory. I, I, you know? Rory had a mask. It sounds like they're doing more testing. You you have to test negative in market now before you even are allowed on the course. That's maybe the Camp Champ rule. But Champ has now tested negative three times since testing positive. You know, um, but they're not letting him play. He's not medically cleared by their protocols, which I think is look. We just got to make a few sacrifices here to keep golf going. We're starting to. Uh, Dylan Fratelli tested positive tonight. He was to get on the charter. He's not allowed on the charter. I don't know if we're starting to have um, a complacency, but there's like more of a um, an acceptance of positive tests. I would say, like when Watney tested positive, it was like, oh my god, are we shutting down? And like more are coming. I just wonder if we're being too accepting of the positives. I, I don't know. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a complacency, but it's like, yeah, another guy. It, it, the news just isn't as shattering or earthquake. Like, you know. Well, I mean, like the other thing is there isn't like a ton of like general. And I don't mean this in any disparaging way. And this is a obviously very serious thing for D- Dylan Fratelli, but like. The interest level in Dylan Fratelli versus like when Brooks WD, that was huge. You know, that was like a big and I think even to a certain extent, Graham McDowell was big because he's a big name among the masses. Like people know who Graham McDowell is, you know, but Dylan Fratelli, a lot of people don't know. And they're just like, oh, but I I mean, the reality is there's going to be more of these this week. And yeah, it it does. It does feel like they're coming to a, a better at least improved processing to keep this train going you know so we're not just completely derailed here so it's Um, i think i can't i I think they he played with polter and somebody else this week but that's the interesting thing is like does it spread amongst those guys but they're outside you know i the traveling thing's just so tough because if one guy gets on that plane, you know, that's where it could go unravel, you know? Yeah. 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 So. Um, so I don't know. I did. I actually didn't mind the day thing too bad, but I, I get your point. Other things I didn't like Streelman and his fucking sunglasses. <laughs> this became like a noticeable thing. People, other people were t- like, just don't have them, man. He couldn't figure out what to do with them. At one point, they're dangling from his buttons on the placket of his shirt. He's often, they're like flying off the back of his head, noticeably off the back of his head. It's a cool I, look, Brendan. Do you play, you play with sunglasses? Oh, yeah. Right? And then you take them off the putt like he does? No. Okay. I just didn't know. Like, it just seemed like they were, it was bothering me how much of a nuisance they appeared to be to him. But he was, you know, adamant on, you know, marching on with his sunglasses. What else didn't you like? Uh, I mean, I, that's about it. I, Phil I, faded. He, you know. That's, uh, he, I, that was something that I expected. Because this was a good week. I'm very optimistic. This is Phil, the usual Phil stuff. I don't think this is a one-off. It's going to be the start of something really special. At least that's what I'm sensing. So I'm excited to work on it, to refine it, and then go back out in Ohio and see if I can put it together. I'm looking at his progress. I've missed a bunch of cuts. Um, so you know what I he, didn't like? I didn't like how agitated Rory was, and at what it seemed like was like tournament officials. Is it tournament officials, or is it just like kind of these? 
extracurricular people flying around. I don't it's know. Just, he's a featured player. He's a featured group. These are the burdens you have when you're the FedEx Cup champion. You're going to have a lot of spotlight. A lot, when you're the Prince of Pontevedra, you're going to have a lot of the, the peasantry following you all around at your beck and call. So... I don't know. Do you? Uh, he he did seem very bothered by like what was all that Friday long. night, and then say, yeah, yeah. He's not playing. You know, he's playing fine, not up to the level that, uh, that he was prior to the break. Uh, Phil, Phil, getting back to Phil, he looks ridiculous. Oh, the joggers! Let's talk about the joggers. The sunglasses, the all jet black. Out. <laughs> he those looks joggers like a... look ridiculous. He looks like a, a movie character. He looks bizarre. And then did you see the picture that Garrett, Eric Patterson, Garrett tweeted about his eyes? You can see his eyes through the lenses. Really? It's really, yeah, it's a spooky picture. I'll put it up on Instagram tomorrow. But I don't know. What's the joggers thing? Is that a midlife crisis? Another thing where he's I don't the know. weight loss? It's and just... He looks bizarre. Um, so we'll just transition to news. He's also trademarked hit bombs. It's so ridiculous. What do you think that is? Clothing? Yeah. I, I mean, what do you think? What do you, it looks like it was clothing. Whoever did the investigative work on it hit bombs. It's supposed to be clothing, but it's just, it's Phil. He monetizes everything. So maybe he's going to have a line of joggers. Is he off Mizzen in Maine? I, who knows? Maybe they're making it for him. I don't know. But oh. it just—he's ridiculous. I, the the joggers okay. was such a bad look. No fifty-year-old should be wearing joggers. Nobody under like the age of twenty-eight should be wearing joggers. <laughs> I wear joggers. I have some joggers. Too. I don't play golf in joggers. I'm saying on the golf course. I coach basketball in joggers. I yeah. you know I, do errands in joggers. I do that too. So there you go. They're like sweatpants I'm... though. They are. I don't have fashion. I don't. Yeah, whatever. Uh, other news. We did the COVID stuff. I don't know. McCarthy WD, Cauley WD, out of abundance of caution. We got a tip that Camp Champs like trainer opened up the back door after he tested positive. Wasn't supposed to be in there. Did you see that? No. But we kind of already knew that part. Um, Ryder Cup scoop. Oh, yeah. Want to share your Ryder Cup scoop that you mentioned on Instagram Live? Yeah, I uh, so I guess Faldo said something. I didn't catch it on he the just telecast. let it rip. Yeah, <laughs> Jim Nance didn't know how to respond. He's like, oh, oh just moving on. Faldo just like it's canceled. Yeah, but I had a uh, a friend of a friend's uh, wedding was uh, can't was they told him, hey, you know we can't have your wedding here August twenty twenty one anymore. So because we have the Ryder Cup, we have to get ready for that week. Interesting. So the Whistling Straits events and wedding department, maybe, you know, revealing Leaking. a clue here yeah. about the rider. What happens to the President's Cup? It just gets bumped Quail back. Hollow. I think it, everything. Well, like if you remember, the Ryder Cup was always uh, odd years until uh, 9-11. Yeah. So yeah. get it back on the odd years. I think they should do back-to-back weeks. U.S. team oh, just goes from Wisconsin to Charlotte. What if the teams were different? What if they probably would be? Yeah, they probably would be. They have different point systems. They should just do it the same year. The Ryder Cup would be terrible. Stays. <laughs> I think it would be amazing. 
Uh, so what do you think? If it's bumped back, what do you think they should do? Uh, With the point? Yeah. I think they got to just keep it. I think they keep all the points the same weight from this year, like through next year. So it's like a two year. Uh, yeah. Equal weight as opposed to where the, the, the earlier year usually, I think it's just majors actually, maybe WGCs that give you points. I think that's fair. I, I, I got to read what happened at nine 11. I think they largely kept the team intact that would have played in 2001 when they went in 2002 to Ireland, I believe is where it was. So I don't know. It, it, we'll see. It, it seems like that's been an announcement that's been coming for a while now. And, and a lot it's been of, reported, of, like James Corrigan um, reported it last week. That you and Murray, I think, last uh, week. I don't know. Yeah, so it's across the pond, they, they've been saying it for a bit. So uh, U.S. Open exemptions. We didn't really talk about this on Friday. Any reaction to that? Expanding it. Looks like top 70 in the world. Phil is in. I, I liked what they did with it. I think it's smart. You know, it's it's going to be the best U.S. Open field of all time. Just on OWGR? Yeah. Like or, the, yeah, of course. I mean, like, and then the, the way they're doing the amateurs, like the top seven wagger, yeah. like yeah. they're, they're going to, it's going to be a stacked USA, uh, U.S. Open. It's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes sense. Makes sense. Anything else? Any other news? No, I think that's it. I mean, okay. Kind good. Of a... This NBC thing seems. Great. Oh, we should talk about, uh, about the the corn fairy. Did you watch any of that playoff? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I watched. That was. Did that playoff take forever? Uh, insanely amount. Insane amount of time. That first hole seemed to take like thirty minutes. I was like, said, told my wife, I put the kids to bed, and I was like, I just got to watch this one playoff hole. And I got in trouble because it just kept going on and on. They all missed the fairway. They all took three shots to get on the green. The rain obviously impacts things. But that was a potentially amazing story there. Daniel yeah. Summerhays walk off, potentially. Do you think so. he would have walked off if he had won? That's a good point. <laughs> Even like with a second. Yeah, Yeah, that's the other thing. Is he going to walk off now? I, I hadn't checked on how he'd been doing in his form. I assume he'd not been playing well and that played into it. The, uh, well, um, the other thing is like, it just speaks to like how big of a, it, it, there's an underrated aspect of how hard pro golf is, is when you're playing it for your livelihood, how much pressure there is. And this yeah. is the week where like he's been playing really, and he's a very talented player, obviously he's, you know, he's played really well. He's contended on the PGA tour, but when you're not, when you know it's not your job anymore, how much easier it is to play good golf? Just than when free up. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I, you know, like if you play golf for a living, I'm convinced that like the day you give it up, your 75 turns into 71. <laughs> well, yeah, he shot a 62 on Sunday. I mean, he was playing a few hours out in front of the last groups, and mm-hmm. it held up. You assume that doesn't usually hold up. How about Kyle floor. Jones? By the way, what what would you guess Summer Hayes' career earnings are? Uh, seven million. Yeah, almost ten. Nine point seven. I mean, he played seven. really good for a couple years on tour. Yeah. He was in it at you know he was on first page of leaderboards. Memorial, I think he was in yeah. the hunt one year. One of those U.S. Opens, I think he was involved in. Uh, what about Kyle Jones? He, the Tiger Woods. I I screwed that up. 
Yeah. He's a character we need more of with the beard and the the paunch. He's a husky boy. <laughs> it looks like he he's got, you know, a character. So He's a, he's a legend from Arizona, not West Virginia. Snowflake Arizona. Yeah. Why did I where did I get the West Virginia thing? It was White Greenbrier. Ma- White Mountain or something? Snowflake. Yeah, Snowflake, but he's the Tiger Woods of White Mountain Junior Golf or something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, so that's good. He talked about Similar to your Hovland quote, he talked about, you know, I didn't play my best on the PGA Tour, but like I was on the tour last year. I played rounds with Jordan Speed, played rounds with Rory McIlroy, but like I learned a lot about like, you know, playing not great golf, but also just becoming a better pro. So similar to that Hovland quote. Yeah, that was fun though. It was great that that was on TV. I know, especially staggered like that, right? Where you won raps and you get the next one. I'm not saying you play the whole web tour on the West Coast, but that's not a bad blueprint, not a bad setup. So, hey, right. another top twenty for Skinny Vinny. Good. How about that? He's got to be playing well. I mean, he's got it's a long haul, you know. Yes. It's a long haul. You got to keep accruing points there. So, all right. Anything else? I that's it for me today. We're good. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be back Wednesday. Support us at Bixby. Got some Bixby stuff in the works. Light roast is coming. Mugs are coming for July. Coffee golf is nigh. All right. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for continuing to support the podcast. And uh, the train runs on.